0: Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first few minutes of a private conversation between one of England's monarchs and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job.
1: The date is June 1405. Henry has just ended the Yorkshire Rising by executing Archbishop Scrope. It's one of eight assassination attempts and rebellions during his reign, So he's decided to hire a bodyguard. (gasps) Did you hear that? Was that a gunshot?
0: Good morning, sir. Oh,
1: are you the new bodyguard? Come in. Forgive me. I was not expecting a woman.
0: Element of sprite sir, always gets them.
1: Of course.
0: You shouldn't have done that, if you don't mind me saying. Done what? Opened the door without asking who I was. I could have been anyone. Ah. I can see I'll have my work cut out on this assignment. Would you like to sit down?
1: Um. What are you doing underneath that tapestry?
0: Just checking for bugs, sir.
1: I can assure you that this place has been thoroughly cleaned. No insects of any kind. What is your name?
0: You don't need to know, sir. I'm trained to be an anonymous face amongst your entourage.
1: I see. Then what do I call you if I need you?
0: Very well. You may call me Atkinson. Did you want me to start, sir?
1: If you would. I have no idea of what is needed here, Atkinson. What can I tell you?
0: Start with your reason for recruiting a bodyguard, sir.
1: There have been eight plots to dethrone or kill me in my reign so far. I can only survive for so long without help. I need to improve my security. I'm not a stranger to death threats, but now they're coming at a volume and frequency that terrifies me.
0: Hmm, I see. When was your first death threat? I was 14. Sorry, 14?
1: During the Great Revolt, I was threatened with having my head stuck on a spear on London Bridge. Coming to within an inch of death does something to a young man.
0: I can imagine. Let's stick with the attempts since you were crowned.
1: I suppose the first was the Epiphany Rising, or the Revolt of the Earls, in January 1400. I was planning a great tournament at Windsor. They were planning to assassinate me and my sons. Someone revealed the plot, and luckily it was
0: stopped. Were the culprits punished? Twenty-six
1: men were beheaded. Thomas Blount was disemboweled and forced to watch his own entrails being burnt.
0: Sounds painful.
1: (laughs) When asked if he wanted a drink, he said, No, for I do not know where I should put it. (laughs) It wasn't so painful that he couldn't summon a joke. Clearly. Then Owen Glendower started a rebellion in North Wales.
0: Was he captured?
1: It's a sore point. He's still alive.
0: Right. I'll add him to the hot list then. Hot list? People who hold grudges, sir. People who could do you damage.
1: I see. You won't have enough paper. I'll find you some more. Thank you, sir. Now, where were we? The next was my poisoned saddle.
0: Not heard that one before.
1: There was a plot to smear the saddle of my horse with a poisonous ointment. It would have killed me before I had ridden barely ten miles.
0: So we should check your saddles in future then.
1: Beds are also dangerous.
0: Beds, sir?
1: There was a rumour that a three-toothed implement had been concealed in my bed straw, which would have skewered me had I laid upon it.
0: I'll add bed check to the list.
1: There was also a time when I was asleep in my tent in Wales and the entire structure collapsed on top of me, poles and all. Bomb? Wind. Thankfully, I slept in my armour, so I was unharmed.
0: Okay. Would you like me to add wind check to the list?
1: No, that won't be necessary. right The next plot involves blackmail. Carry on. July 1403, the Percy family took up arms against me, even though they had been my supporters against King Richard. They sent me a letter demanding £20,000 to secure the safety of the realm.
0: I should add the entire Percy family to the list.
1: I would, just to be thorough. Include their servants and pets.
0: Very well, sir. Spring
1: 1404... Margaret, Countess of Oxford, invited the Duke of Orléans, who hates me by the way, to invade England.
0: I can see why I'll need more paper.
1: Christmas 1404. Lady Constance Dispenser accused her brother, the Duke of York, of attempting to assassinate me at Eltham.
0: Him personally or hired assassin?
1: <laughs> I doubt he would get his own hands dirty. On the list. Finally, the Yorkshire Rising and the execution of Archbishop Scrope.
0: So his colleagues and friends should go on the list? I would think so. And now we're up to date. I see. I would advise you to write a will if you've not already done so, sir.
1: I have. It's the first will written in English. That'll help. So, what now? I'm sure you see the problem.
0: I do indeed, sir. I think it would be useful to have an alternative list. A list of those you trust implicitly. It will help me to decide who gets access to you.
1: Sensible. Where do we start?
0: With family, uh, parents, grandparents. All dead. Siblings?
1: I have siblings and step-siblings. I will need to give you a family tree. You need to see who they married so you can keep track of their loyalties. Spouses? My first wife Mary is dead. My second wife is Joan of Navarre.
0: Do you trust her, her family?
1: Absolutely. Her father may have been called Charles the Bad, but I thought him an OK chap.
0: Can we turn to friends and confidants?
1: Thomas Swinford is a childhood friend and will remain so for life. Sir Thomas Erpingham, Sir Robert Waterton and Sir John Norbury are also faithful friends. Noted. Hugh Waterton, my long serving chamberlain, Hugh Hurl, my chaplain who went with me to Lithuania. Anyone else? When I was banished from England, the men that came with me. Thomas Remston, John Dobrishko, John Touche, Henry Bowett, William Loveny and Robert challoners
0: I propose that these men are not subjected to a weapons check every time you see them. Normally, I would frisk everyone at the door, but if you trust them, I can leave them be.
1: Thank you. I'm sure they would appreciate that.
0: I will also make sure that your letters and communications are secure. Checking the seals, that kind of thing. Which languages do you write in?
1: I can write in English, French and Latin.
0: It might be worth creating a code made up of all three, just for the most important messages. Probably not worth it for the shopping list. Of course. Now... I'd like to talk to you about your activities, hobbies, that kind of thing. You mentioned a tournament earlier. Do you joust?
1: Oh, that was in my youth. I was one of the youngest ever recorded taking part in competitions, but sadly, those days are over.
0: Well, it's one less thing to worry about. Dangerous places, even without assassination attempts.
1: Yeah, quite so. What else? I'm very fond of books. I love reading. I have a magnificent study at Eltham.
0: Books can't do any harm, unless you count paper cuts.
1: Oh, I beg to differ. The content of a book can be very dangerous. Let us not get me started on the Lollards. They will all be burnt. The books? Actually, I meant the heretics, but yes, if needed, the books.
0: Any other hobbies other than burning people?
1: I love music. I play the Scyther. I purchased a harp for my son and taught him how to play it. Hmm? I surround myself with musicians every day. Ah, I suppose they will need to be vetted now.
0: They will indeed.
1: Oh. Noblemen tend to swap their musicians around, so they're given new tunes to learn.
0: Not on my watch, they don't. I see. Let's turn now to your routines. Ah,
1: now I am a creature of routine.
0: It's not a good thing for our purposes.
1: Oh, why is that?
0: Because if people know where you're going to be at a specific point in time, they can plan a more successful ambush.
1: I see. I'm a stickler for punctuality. I own a portable clock when most are fixed in turrets. Get rid of it. Oh, dear. Can I still give a penny to a pauper every day? Delegate. Can I still spend every Christmas at Eltham?
0: Only if we can increase the security personnel. Oh. Eltham is your primary residence, is that right?
1: Yes, and my favourite. Although I also stay at private houses sometimes. Southwark Palace, Lambeth Palace.
0: I'll need to do a full sweep. With a broom. Establish potential escape points in each room and any weak points in security.
1: That sounds time-consuming.
0: Not at all. I had completed that task within two minutes of entering this room.
1: And so the escape point is...
0: That window. But we're three floors high. Rather a broken leg than stabbed by an assassin. Right. Talking of weaponry... Is the Tower of London fully stocked and at my disposal?
1: I have 39 guns and cannons stored there.
0: That sounds sufficient. For now. Do you host dignitaries from other countries regularly?
1: Um... Manuel II, the Emperor of Byzantium, came to London for a visit once.
0: We'll have to limit those for the near future. I can't be expected to look after other VIPs as well.
1: (sighs) Ah. this all sounds very limiting.
0: I'll also be accompanying you wherever you go. I'll be your escort from one safe location to another. Oh, really? At a respectful distance, of course. Not literally behind you on the saddle.
1: This is making my skin condition worse.
0: Mm, Yes, you are displaying the classic signs of stress. Hair loss. Hmm. Is the beard a a thing, or, or...? No. Do you have a food taster and a cup bearer? Do I need them? What do you like eating?
1: Fish and seafood.
0: In that case, yes.
1: But I have this! What's that? It's a medicinal stone. I keep it on a gold chain to protect me against poison.
0: And how does it do that?
1: You dunk it in wine what it nullifies the harmful effects of any poison
0: you can dunk what you want where you want but I'll be employing a cupbearer to taste your wine first
1: I have a sweet tooth can I continue to employ my
0: confectioner only if he passes the background checks
1: uh, this is so much more complicated than I imagined
0: Uneasy lies the head which wears a crown.
1: You're telling me.
0: Whoa, what was that? It's okay, they're just testing the cannon. Hello, where'd you go?
1: I'm under the table. Are you coming out? In a minute. It's quite cosy under here. Next time, it's Henry V and the CBT Therapist. Poor chap.
0: The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Since 79 production. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact-check what you've heard on this monarch, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter, at since79p, and use the hashtag, Lost Tapes of History.